Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Muckrake Podcast. I'm Nick Houselman, and this is an announcement to let you know that we are going to be doing a new series called The Weekender over on Patreon that will appear every Friday. And this is a little sneak preview so you can get a handle on what it's like and why you'd want to go over there and join the Patreon and be part of that community, which has been incredible and amazing with a lot of people there and a lot of great conversations. So uh, here it is. Check it out. And uh, feel free to check out the actual Patreon as well at patreon.com slash muckrake podcast. All right. Ah, it sounds so good. Oh, that's a that's a that's a IPA from Sweetwater is what that is, and wow. they they didn't even have to pay for advertising consideration. Good for them. Yeah, that's how it's done. That's how like that's Trump how, won the presidency, right? There you go. So uh, I'm Jared Yates Saxton here, enjoying a, a nice, cool, frothy beverage as we're starting the weekend. I'm here as always with Nick Houseman. You are either a patron of the Muckrake podcast. And if you are, we salute you and we thank you and you are the salt of the earth and you make sure that this show is ad free. You make sure that we have editorial independence or you are one of our listeners who enjoys listening to the preview of the weekender show, which all I have to say is hello, make yourself comfortable. You should consider becoming a patron. This is a good show. Hang out with us a little bit longer. Do you, do you agree with that? I, I like nothing more on my Thursday than to, to fire up the old Skype and hang out with you. I love it. I love it. Unfortunately, uh, we are the Monk Craig podcast, which means we have to talk about some gnarly shit. Did you tell people if they didn't, uh, if uh, are not patrons, how they find us? Yeah, they can go to patreon.com slash podcast. So head on over there so you can hear us have this conversation about Nick. I, 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 I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like this. As an educator, as as a member of the United States of America, as a conscientious citizen, I don't I don't like what we're getting ready to talk about. Fifteen years ago, I can remember people complaining about safe spaces, which you would probably know all about. Did you have your own safe space on campus? Well, you know, actually, campus is all about actually having really difficult conversations conversations right people really enjoy that and it's like this laboratory of existence and intellectualism and shared society and when people say safe space actually they imagine kids in a room like with uh bean bags and kittens and stuff but it actually means being in a space where people feel comfortable having hard discussions Mm -hmm. and you can feel like you're having a good faith argument with somebody um That is not what we're talking about today. We're not talking about good faith arguments. We're not talking about free speech. We're we're talking about oppression and control today. Well, it's interesting. Okay, we talked a little bit about the right or a lot about the right and certain um, patterns of psychoses. It's not psychoses. It's personality patterns that we see. Sure. One of them tends to be this this immutable uh, ability to frame conversations frame information the way they see it which is very revealing but it's like like for instance i'll even give up you know the uh the colin kaepernick thing when he was when he was kneeling you know they get to decide no matter how many times he would tell everybody in earnest why he was doing that they would decide what it meant why it was so bad and why it has to be eliminated across the entire country and with this critical race theory, which probably was that term, I think, is invented by the people who actually 
mean good, right? Who want to try and, and actually help educate uh, our youth and, and into the you know, adulthood. I think that um, what they've done with, with CRT now is, 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 is this right directly ripped from that same lineage. But it's a little bit scarier. This seems to be a little bit more concerning to me. Yeah, so we're going to get into the 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 nugget of where this came from and and why this is so important to talk about. But before we do that, let's go ahead. Let's make let's make con- some concessions. Let's get on the same page. Let's understand that the conversation we're getting ready to have is good faith. So I am an academic. I am an educator, right? Uh, I I happen to teach writing. We we talk about. Power. We talk about relationships. We talk about those types of things. I, I teach people how to express themselves. I am not indoctrinating people towards a political ideology, right? We we can talk about like how to portray human beings interacting with one another, even within systems of power. It's not indoctrinating, but we do need to talk about something, which is critical race theory or the social sciences or any of these things that we are actually having a discussion about. These are actual investigations of power. It is an actual breaking down of the way that power is distributed and used. And so when you are talking about critical race theory, you are you are troubling white supremacy. You are troubling exploitation of people. But that's only because they're real. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like 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 oppression and cruelty and exploitation and racism, uh, uh, patriarchal misogyny. Those things are actually real and they need to be discussed. So what we are actually having a conversation about is not what's happening in a classroom, per se. The classroom is the battlefield of a larger ideological contest. And so we need to make it very, very clear, very, very quickly. We are not necessarily having a conversation about education. We are having a conversation about power, as we always are. This isn't about necessarily teachers in a classroom. It's how you vote on elections, whether or not you embrace growing fascism and exploitation and white supremacy. We're having an actual high stakes conversation here. Sure. Well, we know that it's a lot easier to teach people to be racist, for instance, when they're young. Sure. <laughs> right? It's there when people are young, when we have kids, they are impressionable and you have a chance there to really mold and shape, which is your job as a, as a parent. So this is sort of what's getting under the skin. What you said is interesting, though, because it sounds like, you know, you, you are saying that these issues are real. But yep. the people who are creating these um, these PDFs that want to rail against critical race theory are under the assumption that they're not real. Right. Yep. None of this really does exist. And so as a result, the, the, these these yep. radical leftists are creating the racism that they're trying to like eliminate, I suppose. And, they, and you hear the same words, destruction and elimination and all these sort of, you know, biblical uh, f- focus on what they're what's going on here. It, again, it's all signaling. Right. Even if it's a, uh, yep. very some uh, what's the word subconscious. Uh, but it's there to like kind of trigger and get those triggers going in the brain of some of these people. And it's, uh, it's, it sounds like it's catching on. 
And this is what Trumpism is about. And by the way, to go ahead and start the conversation here, and we'll get deeper into it as we go through this article and we talk about this situation. Um, For anybody who wants to read the article, this is over on foxnews.com. It's under the headline, Conservative Think Tank Creates A to Z Guide for Stopping Critical Race Theory in Schools. Now, this is based on the work of a fellow named Russ Vout. And if that sounds familiar for some reason. Maybe that name is sort of like jumping around in your head a little bit. Uh, He was a member of the administration of a man, let me check my notes, Donald J. Trump. He uh, he was in the uh, he was in the administration of Donald Trump, and he is actually part of a think tank called the Center for American Restoration, which sounds great. I mean, who wouldn't want to restore America until you realize it is a far right extremist Trumpist focused think tank. And what what good old Russ and the people over the at the Center for American Restoration have done is that they have put together a program that can be easily rolled out to school districts around the country. And what is actually happening, and I'm, I'm just going to read a, a little bit of uh, what, what Russ has to say in the background of this stuff. Uh, Russ says, we are asking people to go into the arena in a situation where they're going to be called a racist. Uh, they're not. They've got the moral high ground, but no one wants to be called that. And then you start looking at this, which is, and I'm going to read to you a couple of uh, examples here. In South Lake, Texas, which, Nick, how, how would you describe the political situation in Texas right now? Wow. Not good. (laughs) Not good. Not good. And one of the reasons why the situation in Texas is not good is because Texas is trending towards Democratic Party and, and, and changing demographics. We've even heard from the Republicans in Texas that they might have went blue in the last election if they didn't disenfranchise people, right? So Texas is in trouble of turning blue. Uh, in South Lake, Texas, a political action committee recently was formed to support candidates opposed to critical race theory. Candidates backed by the group called South Lake Families Pack won two school board seats in the landslide election. In Loudoun County, Virginia, parents have started a petition to recall school board members they say support a critical race theory curriculum. Now listen to what Vout has to say. We think of our work as as winning the national debate, educating at a national level, and as you have a national debate on the issue, you will have an outpouring of legislative activity at the county level, the school board level, the state legislature level, and who knows, we may have a leverage point to get something done at the federal level. How does that make you feel, Nick? This is all part of the, you know, eliminating the 1619 project and creating, what was the, what was it called? Uh, their project? Uh, to the re- 1776 project. Yes. Uh, you know, and again, this is just propaganda then, right? Yeah. Now, here's the thing that's interesting because this is the same thing they did with Black Lives Matter or I'm sorry, Antifa. To them, right, Antifa is some sort of centralized group that is organized and has an office somewhere with a headquarters or whatnot. 111 Antifa Drive. Yeah, exactly. You can dial 888 Antifa. (laughs) Um, And so, you know, 
this is the same kind of thing. But they, they, it feels to me, and I, I have plenty of quotes that I, I had yanked out of here to read, but I don't, we don't do the whole thing. But there's a lot to go over. Yeah, here. but but it feels like, and I gotta, I just want to read one of them because it, it feels to me as if, again, they think that there is some sort of federal nationalized uh, movement to, to of of. Um, curriculum that's going to like you know completely and utterly warp our children's brains well certainly it's it's the white children's brains because they don't care right they're not worried about anybody of color at all well they want two things to happen there they want to make sure that white kids will grow up to vote republican right they want to make sure on that front but they also want to ensure that people of color and also that women don't get crazy ideas about changing things. They've got it pretty good, Nick. And tell me if this language sounds familiar. They want them to be grateful. You know what I mean? Like whenever they go out with a sign or they say that something's not great, they're not grateful. They want everybody swimming in a soup where American exceptionalism is everything that you know. You never learn anything that could ever actually question power and white supremacy in America, but you're exactly right. It is with the intention of controlling the education, and when you control the education, you control the reality. You know, and that, all of a sudden, yeah. I'm sorry, that, that this is, whoever's behind all of this, it's not Trump, is, is diabolically genius. Because yes. first we see them rigging the uh, the elections or, or trying to voter suppress. And that's been pretty organized across the board for 10 years. And that included gerrymandering before that. And that was it was like it took mind power to come up with this stuff. But then they realize, OK, that's not working so well. We still see trending everything toward blue, toward the Democrats. So now we got to do what? Well, now we got to try and convince the kids that we have to maintain, you know, this Republican ideology that I, you know, hadn't even really thought about until today, until you just said that. Um, this is a multi-pronged uh, discipline that yep. they're going through. Um, can I, I got to read, can I just read part of this? Cause, uh, it, it's just more, uh, of, it illuminates more what we're talking about. Oh, oh yeah. Because the, the roots on this thing go deep. This is a really large, large thing. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. So here, I'm going to do it as quickly as I can. Cause they're, what they start to focus in on originally before we get to critical race theory is critical social justice. Yep. So, and this is what, and this is what, and they get to frame it again in this PDF, which by the way is, is very well written for the most part. It has an, a, an air of, you know, I don't, I can't say academia, but there's some, somebody who wrote this is not like your typical idiot, uh, you know, with all the, you know, syntax oh, problems. No, this is where to, to go ahead and put in people's minds, because not everybody understands what these think tanks do. And we're going to talk more about this in the second episode of our audio documentary. These think tanks are the intellectual wing of the right. These are the ones that figure out how to win. These are the ones who determine how to uh, do the debate. They hand out the talking points. I mean, this this is uh, in part, and by the way, I know this is going to shock you, Nick. He used to be part of the Heritage Foundation. No. Which, by the way, when you get elected as a Republican president, they're like, congratulations, sir. Here is how you govern. Right. We're also going to take over the judiciary, which is what they're doing here. It's the educational takeover that they did with the judiciary. It just so happens to be a different project. These are not lightweights. These are the people on the right who have their heads on and they understand how to get shit done. Right. So here's what they say, because remember, we talked about this already, how they frame it to their own you know, needs and means and ends. 
So here's what it says. According to critical social justice, straight white people, especially men, are the oppressors and have systematically rigged society for their own benefit. By the way, ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Did you write this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Whether the education system, the economic system, or the transportation system, all of society is rigged uh, for the benefit of straight white men. Again, oh. this is like, we, we could agree on this. And <laughs> this is what's I, I funny mean, about this. Wrong. They nailed it dead to rights. They're exactly right on all of those fronts. So let's get to the critical part here. Recognizing the flaw of this philosophy is not to say that racism does not exist. Okay, that's good. That we should not teach that racism is wrong. Okay, that's good. Or that we should not teach an honest assessment of our history, the good and oh. the bad. Okay, hey, we're on it. Oh, we're, yeah. We're coming. Right. To, we're going, this is bipartisan here. We're going to shake hands in a minute. It is to say, however, that CSJ will will not do so in an appropriate manner and that carried out it will harm the intellectual and psychological development of children yep. in our yep. schools okay so yep. there is the whole it's going to make them democrats <laughs> right yep. because our children are our society's future this cue the music uh, i believe the children are our future this will have a devastating impact on our nation as well so and you've been listening to a free preview of our patreon exclusive weekender show if you want to get in on all the fun and get that bonus episode every week not to mention exclusive content uh live hangouts question and answer sessions we're even going to do some of these live so you can come and watch how the sausage is made all you have to do is go over to patreon.com slash podcast on top of that you get to hang out with the muckrake community which are uh really good group of people so you should do that that is patreon.com slash muckrake podcast we'll see everybody next week Thank you.